Welcome to the Short Funk Podcast. I'm Tom Barbelay. Today, a question from listener Bob Mottram. And I really do like the fact that Bob Mottram is a listener here. Bob and I spent 45 minutes together in Manchester. Bob is leaving Manchester. In fact, I think these are really his last days in Manchester. So I want to send a shout out to Bob Mottram. And no doubt when I get back to the UK, I'll uh, look him up and hopefully spend a little bit more than 45 minutes in his company. Bob asks, associated with cat eccentricities. And I wanted to talk a little bit about the four cats that we currently have. I've talked a little bit about Wicket. Wicket passed away last year, I think April last year. But of the other cats that we have, there are four, as I noted. We have Bertie, who is the dejected, not quite alpha male. Bertie is famous through Model Rail Radio. He's a ginger and white cat. He is a very conservative cat. He likes things to be just so... If the other cats are being silly or something like that, he'll go and straighten them out. He has a very curious disciplinarian aspect to him. And he's a cat where, if, for example, you discipline him for doing something, he'll go and discipline another cat as well. He's a cat where, if he's stroked in a particular way and he gets irritated, he will go and discipline another cat too. He has this very strange psychology associated with where his space stops and where the other cats are. And I think his view is that he's an enforcer of not necessarily the human traditions, but something which is all his own. Luna is our oldest cat. I found her in a wall in an apartment in 2005 when we lived in Las Vegas. It was a very strange period of time. I had patchy work through this period of time. So really, I raised Luna. I bottle fed her and did all the general things my wife was working at the time. And when I started to work again... For example, I went down to Southern California. I did things like I'd buy her like a can of cat food and come back and give it to her. You know, I'd give her little treats. And it's interesting. I mean, when we got her, she was the size of a three-week-old kitten, even though she was four weeks. She was terribly malnourished. She could fit in my pocket quite comfortably. That's how small she was. She was just a tiny little hissing machine with huge ears. And it's really quite strange, her evolution into a full-size, now almost morbidly obese female cat who's probably about, I don't know, you can do the math, 11-something. You know, she's in that age era. And I'm never sure because she's still very flighty. She gets scared very easily. Her feral period really impacted her. And it's actually rather curious because I don't think of a lot of cats as being impacted in their kittenhood. But Luna and another cat that I'll talk about was very definitely impacted in their kittenhood. The interesting thing with Luna is uh, my sister-in-law once brought her spaniel into our house when we lived in Las Vegas. With a view, I think we'd look after the spaniel for a day or so. And Luna attacked the spaniel, just like cut its muzzle and eyes. She has very strong claws, and based on her body weight and the speed at which she moves them, she can shred things very quickly. I remember... Again, in an old apartment, I was sweeping up one time and I just saw these claws coming out from under something and it was her attacking the broom very swiftly. So it was just like a blur of motion. They were the claws and she was gone. In addition to Bertie and Luna, we have two other cats, two long-haired cats. We have Mr. Wiggles, who is a large, probably Norwegian forest cat, Maine Coon. He's very big. I think I once measured him nose to tail... 38 inches so he's a big cat and he is probably the smartest cat that we own currently he certainly has a large vocabulary you can use a series of words and he knows what you're saying it really is very curious to have an animal 
which, you know, cats probably are supposed to have a vocabulary of maybe six words. And we've worked out that he has a vocabulary of at least 20 words, and he understands them very well. And because we got him in a kind of semi-feral state, he's one of these feral cats that still really appreciates house comforts. He has a strange psychology. He's a runner. He tries to escape, but he always comes back, and he always comes back and just kind of eats and drinks and then collapses. And I think probably out of all our cats, he's the one who's most likely to run off and just disappear. He's been gone for three days at a time. It's funny, actually, I wasn't on Nextdoor when he escaped initially, but when I joined Nextdoor, there were photos of him parading the neighbourhood. And I reflect on Wiggles as probably being... In general, when I spend time with Wiggles, it's normally really interesting. He's a very civilised cat, but he's absolutely obsessed with getting human food. And it means that sometimes he will just, his eyes glaze over and he becomes a feral cat again. And it's quite curious to watch this because you know, normally he's a general house cat, somewhat affectionate. But then his eyes will glaze over when he smells food and he'll do all kinds of strange things in order to get food. He also has a very curious reaction. So when he's coming up to food, he kind of slinks back, almost like he's going to be the subject of physical violence at any time. He's quite a character. He's got a lot going on. And out of all the cats, I don't know. He's a bit of a problem creature, but uh, I think I'll certainly miss him when he goes. The final cat we have is Pixel. Pixel's the youngest cat. I think he's probably about eight years old now. When you talk about cats that were impacted by kittenhood, Pixel is certainly that cat. He was the, I don't know what one would call it, like the alpha male of the litter. He manipulated his mother very strongly, and he continues to manipulate my wife, and to a lesser extent me, quite strongly. When he was a kitten, probably maybe three months old, he ran across my face and clawed up my face quite badly, and he kind of jumped off my face, <laughs> and I caught him in the air, and I grabbed him and I took him back, and just kind of held him roughly, because I was just in shock from the slices to my face. And from that point on, for probably about a year, maybe just under a year, he wouldn't have anything to do with me. He was quite scared of me. But now he and I are, are very good friends. I mean, he likes a lot of affection. He's a long-haired cat that likes his tail being stroked as well, which is very curious. So you'll stroke his body, then he'll move up so you can stroke his tail. He behaves very much like a kitten, though. He'll mew like he's a little kitten. He just behaves like a little kitten. But he's an adult cat, which is very curious. I'm not sure what kind of brain damage it is, what kind of psychology it is. But he gets what he wants when he behaves like a kitten. So he behaves like a kitten most of the time. My experience with cats in general, they are all eccentric creatures. They all have their eccentricities. House cats in particular, I think, are terribly bored. I think cats ideally would have roaming spaces of a mile and a half, I think, there have been various BBC documentaries that have shown that cats will roam in this area normally. Most of our cats are homebodies. Luna and Bertie, certainly, if they were to get out, would stay very close. I don't know about Pixel. He's too scared by general things. But Wiggles will extend. He won't get a mile. He'll typically revolve around half a mile radius at most. The major roads in our area, our, the road that we're on in particular, heavy traffic, trucks, this kind of stuff, not particularly nice, not the kind of area that cats really should be out in. So we try to keep him in wherever possible, but occasionally he escapes. There's nothing we can do about that, kind of keep an eye on him. 
But sometime late at night or something where I have to go outside or something like that, he'll usually sneak past me and just get out. So I hope I've covered cat eccentricities, or at least my experience of recent cat eccentricities. Enough for Bob Mottram, Don Bubbly in San Jose, signing out.